0: Welcome to another episode of the Steve Lukoski Podcast. Hmm, today on the show, <laughs> I'm probably going to be chatting about some things and stuff and what's in the news and media and television and whatever's been happening in the last couple of days. I'm sure I will forget some stuff. But hey, don't forget you can contact me by sending an email to podcast at com, or hit me up on Twitter at twitscubasteve. This episode of the Steve Likoski Podcast is brought to you by Amazon.com. Head on over to SteveLikoskiProductions.com forward slash WordPress, click on the Amazon affiliate area and go buy things because then I get a kickback from it and you still get your stuff.
1: This podcast is proud to be a part of the Blueberry Network. Find freshly picked podcasts just for you at Blueberry.com. That's BlueberryNoEase.com. At Stitcher, we're reimagining talk radio and defining a new way of listening. It's something we call smart radio, and it makes connecting with your favorite programming and staying informed or entertained easier than ever before. With Stitcher's free mobile app, you can stream all your favorite podcasts and radio shows to your smartphone without downloading or syncing. To find something to listen to, You can browse our topic stations to find one of our more than 6,000 on-demand shows on anything that interests you. Pick shows from hundreds of premier sources like NPR, the BBC, and CNN. Or simply search for a specific personality, source, or topic of interest. Just tap any show to play the latest episode on-demand. Once you've found your favorite shows, Stitcher makes it easy for you to keep up with your favorite programs and discover new ones. Start stitching together a custom station to fit your interests and your life. Stitcher keeps your stations up to date with the latest episodes so you can stay connected whenever you want. With listeners listening for millions of hours each month, we're getting smarter about helping you discover new shows and episodes you might be interested in recommendations based on what other listeners also like is just one of the many ways we're planning to help you explore the world beyond music. Stitcher is the best way to stay connected with what interests you while you're on the go. Whether it's the latest news, the radio station from home, or your favorite podcasts, Stitcher puts it at your fingertips. All you have to do is press play.
0: Well, I, I'm a huge fan of Judd Apatow I loved Knocked Up and 40 Year Old Virgin And I even thought Funny People was one of the greatest movies he's ever made Obviously besides uh, Superbad and Pineapple Express And a bunch of other movies But this is 40 I didn't really like, to be honest But I did buy the Blu-ray, I watched it And it's okay, I just don't really enjoy it I like Paul Rudd and I like Jason Segel and as I said I like Judd Apatow, I like his movies, well maybe maybe besides Year One which wasn't that good but I uh, liked a bunch of his other movies of course, Talladega Nights and Walk Hard which is one of my favourites. And get him to the gig and Bridesmaids, I, I even liked Bridesmaids, it was uh, pretty good too I guess, much better, the whole process from pre-production, the post-production and even to release. That was good. He should have made the special features like that again, that would have been awesome. This one was more just a biography type of thing, you know, Video commentary yet, which I will be doing when I get the chance, uh, when obviously I have the chance from <laughs> not, <coughs> not work and stuff like that, so maybe on the weekend, but I'll have to see. I'm not too sure. I probably won't be on doing it on the weekend because The Walking Dead returns on Monday and I would like to marathon the previous season so I can be caught up. Because I'm not reading the comics of The Walking Dead. So, yeah, I like to, I think I've said it before, I like to keep up to date with the TV series rather than the comics because, well, come on, there's over a hundred issues of The Walking Dead... That's a lot to get through, maybe uh, and I, actually I don't even own all of them, I own the first six. I only have read the first three, because I'm, as I said, I'm trying to keep up with the TV series and I don't want to spoil it for myself or anyone else, so I guess I'm staying with the TV series on, uh, FX Australia, who distribute uh, distribute it here in Australia, because, well, we don't have an AMC. Which would be awesome. But we've Mad Men coming to an end, and Breaking Bad gone, and well, there's kind of no point to have AMC at the moment, and no one's really watching Low Winter Sun, honestly. I did watch the the, the first uh, three episodes, wasn't really enjoying it to be honest. Um, yeah, Low Winter Sun, mm, I I just can't get into it. N- not a fan at all. It's it's awesome to see. Um... <laughs> Ziggy uh, Sabotka from The Wire in it, and a couple of other people, but yeah, I'm I'm just not really into it to be honest. you say it. Um, he, <clears throat> he was arrested in the Bahamas with drugs. <sighs> he was uh gonna be boarding the plane, but he was caught with half a gram of marijuana and 18 ecstasy pills. That is stupid. I believe he was previously gotten in trouble for uh, possession of MDMA and meth. So clearly he's not learning from his mistakes. Um, As I said, he was in the Bahamas for a a comedy show and uh, he he did plead guilty for two counts of drug possession, obviously, and he was facing up to four years in prison. Obviously he didn't go to prison because, well, he's a uh, celebrity and he has uh, lawyers. And all he had to do was pay (laughs) $1,000. There goes that, um... Celebrities get special treatment. Pretty much right there. Because it's true, um... He obviously wasn't gonna go to jail and now he's gonna go back and uh, head on over to his next movie. Like, nothing happened and nothing's gonna come from it. Don't get me wrong, I do not hate Craig Williamson. I'm a fan. I liked I liked a Hot Tub Time Machine. I loved This Is the End. Was never a fan of The Office, so not really a fan of the American one. I don't watch it at all. I actually haven't seen the American Office, but I have obviously seen the uh, British version, Ricky uh, Ricky Gervais's and Stephen Merchant's version, obviously, as you do. But um, yeah, I found that weird that he was in possession of weed and ecstasy and. Eighteen, 18 ecstasy, ecstasy pills. Either he's enjoying them, or he has problems flying. Maybe he needs to take Xanax or a sleeping pill or uh, something strong, because it seems like he's having issues. If this is the second time he's been caught with them, who knows how many other times he's actually been on these type of drugs? And who knows <sighs> who knows what these people are doing? It's just another case of well, how Zac Efron had a big coke issue. But I'm not going to get into that, which is understandable because it was a load of shit. Um, recently Michael C. Hall was in, I want to say India? I'm not too sure exactly. The video doesn't actually say where exactly he is. Well, I'm pretty sure the lady is Indian or maybe Pakistani or one of them anyway. He was interviewed in... Another country about a documentary he's, uh, apparently making. However, the interview didn't go as he would have hoped. Because it pretty much went downhill. <laughs> it it went downhill when the lady was, uh, really, really awkward. And the interview got really awkward when she got really personal. She was asking him personal questions. She was being really forward, as you do in interviews, that's what you want to do, you want to be forward, and you want to get a reaction out of him, and it's good for business, I guess, it's best for business, however you want to put it, and she pretty much did, because Michael C. Hall took it well, he answered the questions, he went along with a stupid game, and he pretty much, well, I, I guess he didn't obviously tell her to go fuck herself, or tell her to shut up, or he didn't walk out, or uh, any of that, which obviously, why would he? Because Michael C. Hall is a gentleman, even though the Dexter finale was a piece of trash. But this interview was pretty funny, so <laughs> let's have a listen.
2: Did you have any idea that you have such crazy fan base here in Bangladesh? No, I um, came here to do something in no way connected to Dexter, um, and was totally surprised that people recognized me. Um, People asked me for pictures in the mall, in the hotel, at the airport, um, and on and on. I had no idea and in no way anticipated that. It's a strange thing to go to a country that's totally foreign and be familiar to people there. It's a strange thing, but I was pleasantly surprised. How old are you? 40, let me guess, 40 Three, forty-four, are you married? No. You were, but yeah. Right. Do you have children? No? Do you? No, <laughs>
0: I'm not married.
2: Right. So, Deborah. Mm-hmm. Jennifer. Jennifer Carpenter. Carpenter, yeah. So, how did that end? What do you mean? What happened? Uh, the The relationship? Yeah, relationship. Oh, well, you know, some relationships have a beginning, middle, and end. Though we are still truly friends. We were always good colleagues. We were always able to do that. And we didn't lose that, you know. Do you have a girlfriend at the moment? Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Who is she? Uh, she's uh, a woman. Any, anyone we know? In a, no, she's not in the business. Oh, okay. No, no. She's a so, civilian. How long have you been dating her? Uh, for about uh, almost two years. Two years? Oh, yeah. that's good. These
0: seats spin. <laughs> she was asking personal <laughs> questions, as I said before I played the clip, about um, Jennifer Carpenter and uh, about his current girlfriend. And I don't know. It, it's kind of like journalists who want a reaction out of celebrities or actors or directors or politicians or really anyone just for views and I guess that's what you have to do to get noticed these days and don't get me wrong I would probably do the same thing I wouldn't get as personal as some of them do I wouldn't obviously get into their personal life like that but clearly she didn't care and it kind of reminds me of that time where Jesse Heisenberg was interviewed by some girl who was playing stupid games with him and he... Gave the awkwardness back to her And then she ran on the internet and said He was a big meanie Why, Allegedly, I should say Um, anyway, sticking with television I actually do have a lot to talk about A bunch of clips, so You won't have to listen to me Talk For much longer And it makes it easier For you, as I like to do I like to play clips This next clip is uh, Ron Burgundy, of course, people know him from. Anchorman 2, currently in produ- uh, post production, actually. I cannot wait, I am excited. Here is Mr. Ron Burgundy trying to sell you. a car.
2: I've Impigas Highway. What? Impigas. Mpigas. Mpigas? Mp. Mpigas. Impigas? 25 impigas I'm saying it right But it just doesn't sound familiar
0: Mm. Also in television um, I don't really normally watch uh, Jimmy Fallon Not a fan of Jimmy Fallon at all But one of the interesting interviews he had Well actually I should say It's not that I hate him or anything It's just that What I like to do is Record all the late night shows See who they're interviewing If it's someone I'm interested in then I will probably watch it. And in this case, I did. Mr. Paul McCartney, hilarious guy. He has one of the most greatest attitudes in the world. His fame and fortune obviously isn't going to his head. He's still down to earth. He's awesome. And, um... Sorry, I was about to cough up there. He was interviewed on Jimmy Fallon, as I said. And you may not know this, but Paul McCartney has invented some of the biggest pop culture things in it's the, the like, world.
2: What's this one of you here with this camera? Well, um,
0: most people don't actually know that I invented the selfie. Oh, yeah,
2: fantastic. <laughs> 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 yeah, you invented the selfie. Yeah. It's taken off, congratulations on that, yeah. That's uh, And this one, I, I have a feeling, I know what you, what did you invent here? Well, that's that's actually me inventing the photo bump. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Man, I don't know what's going on right here. Uh... Well, what you can't see is at the bottom of the picture, we're all drinking out of a frozen margarita. Oh, yeah, that's like a genius right there. Uh, more than Paul McCartney
0: when we get back. So hard, I had to uh, watch it a couple of times. Paul McCartney is. Awesome. Um, also, what do we have here? No, I won't play that. Um, <clears throat> yes. Now, I'm not really a fan of... Ah, oh, they took that down. Never mind. Hmm. There's no point playing that one then. Actually, you know what? Um, the Fifth Estate, if you haven't heard, is a film... Um, actually, I'll say what I was going to do. I was going to actually play the Charlie Countryman trailer, because I fucking loved it. Um, not a fan of Shia Booth, Shia LaBeouf, however you say his name, not a fan at all. But the trailer was really, really awesome, I have to admit. Completely badass. I think I may have found it, hold on a second, hold on. Let me see here, and I have... So you know what? Here's the trailer. It is about a guy who fall in, falls in love with a girl, but he uh, gets interrupted by the girl's husband, I guess, or a former husband, played by the amazing Mads Mikkelsen, who currently plays Hannibal on the show Hannibal. It is completely badass. Here, have a listen.
2: Dead man on the, on the plane. Firstly, lower your voice.
1: Listen, I, I can't sit here. My
2: hands. Listen, I need a wet
0: nap.
1: You knew this guy? Uh, a him on the plane. Hi, I'm Charlie Countryman.
2: Can you tell me what happened with my father?
1: I'm super nervous right now because this is a wild experience for me.
2: Maybe you have some kind of fantasy about helping the woman in the faraway land. Hi, I love this guy. He's crazy. He's a pie animal. This is my gift to you.
1: Tell Charlie how many Viagra you took. I don't feel well, Charlie. Be... <laughs> hey. Mama! Oh. good morning. Listen, I'm looking for give
2: you. My mother died before I left. Finally, we have something in common.
1: Oh, gorgeous. Who are you?
2: Nigel was my
0: husband.
1: No, Charlie, oh, not was. To death, you were part.
2: You think you love me? All you new man, while you can, God knows it can all turn into blood in the blink of the night. Charlotte, do you have any idea what kind of a man he is? Yeah, I have a very clear idea.
1: Charlotte, get out of here. I saw the table. Are you in love? Are you in some three days of the condo or something?
2: Where's
1: the condo? What the fuck is he having me? What's the luck? Oh, I'm going to go and go
0: go go. Sorry! You need to leave. I hope you don't die, kiddo. If I do, I die for love. Before cool way to go. Much, uh, much more vocal. That one, I guess, is more theatric. Um, it was badass. I cannot wait to see it. I don't know if it's getting released in Australia, because I haven't seen who's distributing it yet. Hopefully, um, one of the local distribution companies will get it in Australia. I will definitely be watching it, and I will definitely review it, because it would be Awesome. It, uh, it looks pretty good. As I said, I'm not really a fan of Shiloh. Uh, Shia, I guess. Shiloh. <laughs> yes, that's his sister, Shiloh. <laughs> they go way back. All the way back to Transformers. Um, <laughs> um, yes, as I was saying, not really a fan of Shiloh. I was about to say Shiloh again. I don't know why I gotta add that Earl, Shire. As I said, Shire. There we go. Shiloh. Shiloh. Anyway, before before I get off track, poll out that saying Australia. uh, Well, it's an Australian poll. This obviously wouldn't be good for the international listeners, but for the local listeners who listen to this podcast and are in Sydney, Sydney is the world's second best city. Yeah, apparently the New South Wales government has pounced on a survey saying Sydney is the second best city in the world to live in. Sydney also has the friendliest locals and is super safe for visitors, according to the Anholk JFK survey which ranked Melbourne 10th best. Only London beat Sydney in the Global Research Company's list of 50 best cities, placing the harbour city above global hubs like Paris, New York, Rome and Vienna. Sydney also claimed the title as the city with the most warm and friendly people as well as the city where visitors feel the safest. Well Sydney is kind of awesome. The uh, New South Wales Tourism Minister George Saurus says says actually the results show Sydney is a global city with an enormous reputation. Sydney is often recognized for its spectacular harbor, wonderful events and festivals, and the other unique experiences for visitors. So it is particularly sorry, particularly exciting exciting to also be recognised for the people of Sydney and their positive effect on the visitors' experience," he said in a statement. Melbourne was listed in 10th spot on the biannual list released earlier this month, up two positions from the last survey. The survey is based on interviews with 5,144 uh, 5, adults across 11 countries, measuring measures the power and appeal for each city's brand image. It looks at six key dimensions of presence, place, basic requirements, people, interesting things to do, and economic and educational opportunities. Yay, Sydney. Go us. I am a proud Sydney liver, I guess you could call him. Is that even a word? A Sydney liver? Bridesmaids, and he was in heavyweights, and he's done a bunch of other comedy. He's pretty much... Shut up, Apatow's best friend. Um, <laughs> he also directed The Heat and, I guess, executive produced and stuff. But recently, he has actually been thinking of making a Wonder Woman movie. He pitched the idea to Warner Brothers, but it's based on the, uh, obviously, mind for the character. It's, it actually may never happen. Um, I'm going to run through the idea I'll actually read you the article, and then I'll link you to it, and then you can go check it out if you want. Um, the idea for Fig's film would have involved a Wonder Woman who keeps hitting the glass ceiling of the superhero world, conceived as a lighter action comedy. Diana, of theme Iskira, I think, has to contend with male heroes like Batman and Superman, who are perhaps not as forward-thinking regarding their female counterpart as they should be. Um... Feig compared this Wonder Woman to the to the uh, suffragist Cecily Hamilton, who wrote the 1908 feminist play Diana of Dobsons. Um said that the tone he had in mind would have been more in line with, say, the Iron Man th- films, and he said that was the basic idea, but not surprisingly, the studio did not go for the pitch, and Feig said, in retrospect, he can see why the concept didn't fly as the fans can be quite protective of their characters and any changes that may have happened to... Well, that may have been forthcoming and will happen to them. Um, That article was provided by IGN, so yeah, definitely go there and uh, check it out. Why don't you... I don't know how I feel But I'm not really a fan Of Wonder Woman I'm not really a fan Of comic book movies So it's not just That I'm not a fan Of hers I'm not a fan Of a lot of comic book Movies To be honest But hey That's just me And that's pretty much it For another episode Of Steve Likoski Podcast Don't forget You can contact me By sending an email To podcast At com, Or you can send a tweet To scuba Steve. You know you want to Taking us out this time is the song Sweet Talk by the band by the band by the band Uh, Cosmonauts or Cosmonauts as you should say you can find them at let me just look this up quickly you can find them at their website which is cosmonautstheband.com I will see you next time